0: Hey, everybody, Economic Ninja here. I hope you're doing great. Well, have you bought gold and silver lately? Are you getting frustrated by the premiums? Are you getting frustrated because inflation sky high and the, the price, the spot price is actually sitting low right now? Well, I got Patrick Karim on right now to talk about that. We're going to look at charts. We're going to look at the history of what gold and silver do during crazy times. And to say that it's crazy right now is an understatement. Patrick, how are you doing? Hi, Ninja. It's fun to be back with you. Awesome. You know what? I come in like all like pumped up and you're like, Hey, ninja! <laughs> you <always throw> me <laughs> off. I'm like pumped up. All right, what's going on? How do you not get super pumped right now? As these charts
1: are showing crazy stuff. It's 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 crazy because we're we're letting it turn, and what I mean a turn like a generational turn. Millennials never seen this before. Maybe the older guys, when you you hear the Doug Casey's and these guys who've who've lived it in the 70s or the 2000s, you start to through their emotions or interviews, you, you kind of get a sense of what's happening. But yeah. honestly, if you, until you've lived it and we're living it now, a lot of people are shell-shocked right now. They're they're in awe. They don't understand what's happening to their, their NASDAQ portfolio. They don't understand what's happening to gold and silver. So this is where I come in with the big picture charts. Not for m- macro-managing a trade on the daily chart, guys, but just to show you that the turn from U.S. growth stocks towards value, towards gold, silver, commodities, it's in progress, guys. And you need what? to understand this if you want to make sure you're on the Correct side of those capital flows.
0: I couldn't agree more. As you're pulling up your first chart, I have to say this is my third uh, economic cycle. And if I was not uh, privy to this information beforehand, I wouldn't know what's going on. But I got to be honest with you, this is shocking me how fast this deceleration in world economies is happening. All right, what are we looking at first?
1: All right. Okay, this is the big picture chart from 1954. It's the SPX divided by the producer price index. So I've shown this chart. I try to give it as much exposure as possible because this chart is a chart that guides capital flows. So you have just these major asset classes, either inflation-related assets like the producer price index, which is a basket of uh, oil, commodities, a whole bunch of stuff that people need to buy to create stuff for you to, to consume as a consumer versus the SPX. And there's, it's just cycles. The SPX outperforms producer price for a whole bunch of time. And after that, they get overexpensive. Then there's an inflation cycle. And then after that, the capital flows. They say, okay, I, ha- I have to get out of US growth stocks. I have to go towards hard assets. So this cycle has happened over and over again. Here, look, I'll show you here from 1954 all the way to the late 60s, SPX, the Gogo 60s, the nifty 50, all that stuff that, that we don't know because we're too young. But uh, I talked to uh, Edward Gofsky recently, we had him on and he told me that he did some research and there was an equivalent of a Michael Saylor back in those days. There was an equivalent of a Kathy woods back in those days. There were 10 of these guys during us equity bubbles. These guys show up over and over again, Yep, you change the name, but the same type of speech, you know, out to the moon it's different this time. So it broke down in the late sixties. So as soon as this sleep mode line breaks down and you're out of this green Ichimoku cloud, which is a support and below a death cross. So that's a one year and three year moving average. It's game over. You then you have to move away from U.S. growth stocks. You have to go towards hard assets, gold, silver, et cetera. Yep. So even if silver went down a little bit, as long as U.S. equities are not able to re-outperform the producer price index, it's game over for 10 years. So yep. you, you will have that volatility like we spoke in a previous podcast where yeah, interest rates, volatility go up, they crash down. It, it's a whole mess. But during that time, U.S. equities cannot grab a foothold and drink and that's when silver just goes ballistic or gold. I'll bring your attention just to the the beautiful 1980s, 84 to 2000 run for US equities, the best, like the best run they they've practically had. Yep. As soon as they close below the cloud, below the sleep mode line, below the one in three year moving average, it's sayonara. And after that, that's where silver bottomed. And yes, there's volatility, but it just rockets up. And then after that, I'll bring your attention to today. If the month closes right where it is right now, SPX will have a monthly close below the cloud. And this signal has only happened four times before, or maybe two. You could add two other times if uh, you go back all the way to the 1930 crash. And this comes in twos. So this is the first leg down of a precious metals bull era and a bear and a US equities bear era. That's the first time. And yep. it's going to go down. There'll be a reflation in U.S. equities. They won't be able to outperform a, a, a gold or silver, but they'll still look good, right? They'll, they'll catch up. They'll go back up. Yep. But after that, they'll get the rug pull, and then you'll have a 2008 type of crash maybe in three, four, five years. So this is just the start.
0: Yeah, it's- I'd be shocked if it was three to four years, but I want to explain to people when they're looking at those silver prices, again, this isn't a tomorrow or next month play. Oh. This is a long play, but when you're looking at these these moves that this makes over time, it is absolutely insane, and I can't imagine another move like we saw in the early '80s. And look at what happens to physical premiums on coins or bars. That would be insane.
1: That will. When the, when the price, if the price is uh, goes down too low, the premiums go up because there's like, uh, it refused to go down. And also, if the price goes up, premiums can also go up because after that, there's demand uh, pushing it upwards, right? Exactly. And that's so, even
0: happening right now. Just when the queen died, we saw uh, anything with her coin, her face on it, it exploded in price. You're going, what? You could have bought it for years, decades before that. And now people are racing to it. And it shows the irrational style of the human mind when all of a sudden they think something's in short supply and to say silver's in short supply butting up against a chart like this is absolutely amazing. What else do you have to show
1: us? All right. Let me see. Okay. This, this, um, let me see if this is the best one for you guys. Okay. Yeah. I'll show you this guys. This is to, is a zoom in on the turns. So like I showed you the produce the SPX breaking down versus the produced price index. I want to show people on, um, this is the daily chart. I, I'm showing you here the turn from the 1999 all the way to 2002, how that turned. Okay. Here I have gold, the top line is gold divided by SPX. So it's gold performance versus SPX. And you'll see the strength there. So even if gold is going down in the 2000s, the u.s equities are crashing and they're dragging gold down just a little like what's happening today silver gold are getting dragged down this is what happened u.s equities are crashing the bottom line gold goes down gold goes down new lows here but look what was happening relatively to the spx gold was doing new highs i've been tracking this daily on on twitter showing that even if gold is going down it's going down less they're going down less it's bullish divergence If you combine that with the fact that the SPX has broken down or breaking down versus produced price index, gold is showing relative strength. And this happened in the previous bottoms and people don't believe it. Oh, gold, that asset class. This is the stuff we used to hear in 2000, the the brown bottom when UK sold all their gold, when Canada sold all their gold, uh, gold's a paperweight. This is the type of stuff we're starting to hear right now. But me, I'm seeing the relative performance versus SPX. So the capital flows or outflows from those two or leaving more SPX than gold, which is a very bullish sign. Well, and, and, and as- something I'd like to add to
0: it, you know, people, uh, they, they count out gold all the time. And during an absolute collapse or crash in the market or a reset, for lack of better terms, you're looking for something that holds as much purchasing power as possible to be able to take that and put it back into the worst performing assets that you know, still have value. And right now off, it's uh, just coming off of, you know, numbers off my head since January gold's down around 15% if, if memory serves me, but equities are down much more on a percentage basis. So again, people are like, Oh, gold, That's just, you know, it's down. It's crap. And you're going, are you kidding? Like, I'd rather hold the thing that's not sinking, the ship that's just bobbing right now. And all the other ones, as they're sinking to the bottom right now, I can reflate that boat and use that boat to go and salvage the other boats. And people just don't understand that. So what are we looking at now?
1: Well, okay, that was the daily chart I showed you in 2000. But just to your point, this is today, the one hour chart, super fast. I started tracking this chart here. It was uh, This was gold getting destroyed by SPX. So this is gold divided by SPX. It was getting demolished. But something happened here. It bottomed in August of 22. I spotted this breakout here on the one-hour chart. I said, okay, I'll start tracking it. Mm-hmm. And then it just did its thing. And I'm having fun every day doing some, uh, some TA on the time timeframes. But look where it is now. This is gold in August 22. Even if it, it kept going down since then, look, it's all the way up here versus SPX. So yeah. gold has been grinding up. That's It was at a 41. Now it's at 45 almost. So that's what a 10% increase relative performance versus SPX. This is a redux of 2000, the chart I showed you before. Yep. If I zoom out and I go, let's say on the daily chart and I remove all my drawings, this is on the daily chart. Look, that one hour chart now, gold has put in a bottom versus SPX. And look at this. I'll show you, I'll just zoom out. I'll show you the breakout line where it is. Yeah. This is a 2000. So right now, Gold is approaching a breakout versus the SPX. This is huge. Yeah. Because if I overlay the silver chart or gold miners chart, they actually track this chart. Look at this. This is the, um, I have to. Gold miners. This. XAG. Yeah. Uh, you see, this is a silver chart. So XA, the um, reset chart, just like that. So you this, see silver price yep. tracks the gold the capital flows that gold is able to steal from the SPX. So once gold breaks out versus the SPX, and here's from the 2011 highs, once gold breaks out above here, there's a high, high probability chance that silver will be going ballistic and 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 wow. pricing in those capital flows. Oh, boy, gold's outperforming silver, uh, SPX, the hedge fund managers or whoever is going to, they're going to start realizing this in their numbers. And after that, people will say, okay, well, silver, it's your turn, and it's going to get its turn, so...
0: You know, it's interesting that this may be happening fairly soon. And the reason why I say it, and I I keep looking towards December, the end of the year, um, when when the headlines are the bleakest, right? Around the Christmas season, people want to buy gifts, inflation's going crazy, markets are down. But when we're talking about silver breaking out, I think that something's very important that when silver goes, it's almost like the world's changed. Like what happened in 2010, like people don't expect silver to move, but when it moves, it's so violent, it makes the headlines. And I could see that, like you said, a violent or a a, a very big breakout. I could see that really taking over headlines, especially in this day and age where we're having literally the LBMA drained and the COMEX drained. I've never seen in history where you could just go buy a COMEX thousand ounce bar online and they'll just sell it to you and ship it to you
1: this this is a okay guys this is the bigger bigger pattern in play from i think from 1980 all the way to today this could be a double bottom and Mm. i think this thing is going to break out so we're right here today on the cusp of this smaller breakout line but if you look at the bigger picture we could that could be just a wake-up run to this mega mega pattern if this goes up this is purchasing power going totally down the drain total total purchasing power going down the drain yeah and just one more point before we i just want to show people just gold outperforming spx from 2018 all the way to 2020 just this bear market rally of gold versus spx because essentially that was just a bear market rally that brought gold from 1200 all the way to 2000 just this tiny move of outperformance imagine this outperformance here if gold's able to go from here to here versus spx the 800 like you know it could be peanut change the, the the capital flows that's going to go into gold
0: and looking at the run from 2008 up to like 2010 that move was yeah. sharp and and we could see that easily right now especially with world currencies in such dire straits like the euro like the Japanese yen and so many more yeah that's that's a sharp sharp
1: increase it's uh look it's it's playing out here we're so close we're so close Look, we're gonna to have to touch attach- talk again, but as soon as I, we get up above this line, I'm going to start screaming. Uh, I'm going to pound on the table even more there. As soon as we're up above here, something's happened and gold, I'll just, I have so much stuff that we could talk all day, but gold sniffs out pivots one to three months ahead. It sniffs out. It's going to bottom way ahead of the U S equities before they bottom. So gold knows you want to track something. And that's what
0: happened in 2008 in November. Yeah. yeah, And and when Fox. this happens, Patrick, let's do this in closing. And it, when that happens, I want you calling me first and saying we're doing a cha- a show because when that breaks out, I want everybody on this channel to know first. Ninja nation definitely yeah. deserves it.
1: Yeah. Well, I will. I'll DM you. I say, let's do it, man. This is a paradigm shift confirmed. And guys, wait till I say the word confirmed. I have a bunch of roadmaps. D- don't jump the gun. Wait for me to say confirmed because we, that's the big, basic premise of chart trading. You need confirmed breakouts to enact these targets.
0: Totally agree. So, Patrick, in closing, where can they find you?
1: Yeah, go on Twitter, guys. Bad Charts One. All these, all these charts are there free. Come and uh, come and comment there and uh, have fun, guys.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Patrick. I really appreciate you coming on. Until the next time, guys. So that being said, the Economic Ninja is out.